Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Yo. <laughs> MTV Raps. Yes. Is that is that a thing? Just going with our MTV theme. Yes, pretty much. Um, what's going on? How's your how's your how's your week? How's your day? How's your life? Everything's good, I think. Ooh. I don't know. I've been very busy lately. I know. I think you I have. said that in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Been super busy. I've been going to a pop physique class. My body hurts um, today. Yeah. A lot of ball work. But in like a good way. <laughs> yeah. A lot of ball work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you squeeze a ball between your legs. Yeah. It's not weird a or sexual at all. No. Nothing like that. How uh, are you? I am also good. Thank you for asking. Um, What's going on? Nothing. Tell us secrets. 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 Uh, I got nothing. It's like springtime and such. That's not a secret. I know. I'm um, just, you know. I'm here for juicy gossip and living, you're giving me springtime. Living life. I, I don't have any hot goss that I can think of right now. I do have something that I'm fangirling over. Okay. Please tell okay. me. So, again, I feel like during the course of this podcast, my television horizons have really expanded. <laughs> um, also, I do think, and we talked about this the other day, so... We've talked about this a little bit. Like, we work at a company called TV Time. We talk about TV for our job on this podcast, but also just everyone all day, all the time. Like, we're surrounded by television. Yeah. We can't get away if we wanted to. No, we can't. And so I feel like, as somebody who already watches an inordinate amount of TV, that I have to watch even more because I'm like a tastemaker now. <laughs> I'm like, people need to know. Brag about it. <laughs> Well, you are too. But so I started watching this show per the recommendation of my husband's best friend, actually. Do I know what you're talking about? Brockmire. Oh. Yes. So it's a show called Brockmire. It's on IFC. Don't know what IFC stands for. Independent Film Channel. Good job. It used to. I mean, maybe. I do like their slogan. Their slogan is always on, slightly off. (laughs) Like all of their shows are very sort of bizarre and weird. But the show Brockmire is about um, a baseball announcer who like loses his shit on air because he finds out that his wife is having an affair. It's not even really an affair. She's like a deviant <laughs> sex addict. Like it's a whole thing. And then what happens to him and kind of like how he comes back into the fold. But it's uh, Hank Azaria and Amanda Pete, And it's mm, 10 episodes, 8 or 10 episodes. And it is filthy, grossly inappropriate, <laughs> and you're watching it being like, how did this get on television? I'm really glad you like it and are telling me details, uh-huh. because I would see the billboards driving to work, and it just looks like a 90s show. Like, it was like a weird combination of Coach and Spin City. <laughs> not that those were bad shows either, <laughs> but it yeah. just looked dated, and I was not interested, but right. now I kind of am. Well, it's because it's probably because he's wearing that blazer, too. Yeah, and it's yeah. like... The choice of font and colors. It was the whole stylizing of the billboard yeah. itself. And they, the, he is calling games in this like super trashy town in Pennsylvania for a team called the Frackers, um, which I find very amusing. But yeah, it's if you need just sort of like a, a good chuckle and like a, oh my God, like there's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> there's a lot. There's <laughs> if you a, need a good chuckle and cocaine. If you need a chuckle and cocaine. Meyer. I, exactly. I recommend. Maybe we just wrote the caption for the binges <laughs> this year. If you need a good chuckle and a dose of cocaine, watch Brockmire. Um, what about you? What are you fangirling over? Um, I I realized this a while ago. I don't know if we've talked about I it. I know. You wouldn't tell me ahead of time what you were fangirling over, so I'm very <laughs> because curious. Because I want you to be like have a genuine reaction. Okay. I want you to be surprised. 
Um, but I am obsessed with one of the kids from Stranger Things. Which one? Like one of the main ones. He's really pale. You're super obsessed if you know Finn, his name. Finn Wolfhard is his name. He's like a <laughs> he's from Canada. Okay. So obviously love him. But I'm just like obsessed with him. I want him to be my son or like a little brother. Well, it's like what kid is he? Is he the one that like goes missing or no. is he? He's like the main kid. He's Mike. Michael. Yeah. Mikey. Okay. But he also plays guitar and he was in the news because he was on Mac DeMarco's shoulders playing guitar. I don't know. How so he's be- adorable. How did this begin? What? Just like how did your obsession begin? Well, Stranger Things. Well, I know, that. but I mean like that was a while ago. It's almost a year I don't ago. Know, I just those kids keep popping up on the internet. Are you following him on Instagram? No. Okay. Have you- I looked at it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's popping up in your like explore yeah. section. So you're gonna just like creep on him. How old is he? Like fourteen. He's so cute, though. He's adorable. It's way better because you, like, want him to be your son and not, yeah, like... Yeah, or brother. Yeah. Like a little brother. I don't want to date him. I'm not no, creepy. No, I know. I wasn't suggesting that, but just saying. Um, <laughs> we have so many days to wait until the next season of Stranger Things. I know. Halloween. Ugh, it's like 140 days or something If you ridiculous. know me, you know I'm busy around that time of year. You have wigs to wear. You have costumes. We actually were just talking about the other day that you need to figure out how you can repurpose your George Michael Wham wig yeah. that you wore last year for Halloween. Maybe you can go as the kid from Stranger Things. Maybe. I feel like that's an obvious costume, though. Yeah. I don't like to go obvious. I know. I decided that I wanted to be old Mandy Moore from This Is Us. Um, I already have That's a good choice. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, so do you want to jump into today's episode? Yeah. What's that you're really stirring in your tea? Honey or bee vomit? Animal secretions that make us say yum tonight on Six Sad World. Oh, Six Sad World, why aren't you real? (laughs) I would definitely watch it. Like, it was... Such a weird, bizarre show within a show. No, it was basically Weekly World News on a TV show. And are you familiar with Weekly yeah, World News? Uh-huh. Okay. I had a subscription as a kid. Did you really? Yeah. God, your parents were so cool. And I was supposed I to get... I got highlights. <laughs> I was supposed to get a Batboy t-shirt that I never got in the mail. <gasps> so if anyone from Weekly World News is listening, please connect me to my Batboy t-shirt. <laughs> It's just been, like, sitting under some sort of, like, rock at their headquarters. I know the publication doesn't really exist anymore, but I know the Facebook page is going strong. Let's talk. We should should post on their Facebook page about your bat t-shirt. So what's the deal with Six Head World? Like, we never actually see a full episode of it. We only see the promos. We only see teasers, Mm -hmm. but that's how it was meant to be. We weren't ever supposed to see an actual episode. But why? It's a bummer. I wanted it. I know. The episode I was watching the other day was about, like, naked Confederate reenactors. It's <laughs> 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 all these hillbillies, like, totally naked, and it just made me laugh. I mean, that's all it was, was just random, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a weird TMZ for, it wasn't celebrities. Yeah, it was like counter-culture yeah. TMZ. Kind of. And um, an MTV animation producer, John Worth Lynn Jr., Ooh. was the voice of the narrator for Six Ad World. Six Ad World. That guy? Mm-hmm. Well, good for him. He's got a good voice part. The thing that I really like is, um, again, the book, The Antiquity, The Artifact. <laughs> Our is, Bible. It's giving us so much great content. But Daria and Jane actually list their favorite Six Ad World episodes. Do you want to read a couple? Yeah, I'll read a couple. 
Uh, one, psychic centerfolds. What happens when Miss September can see November? She's a triple D with ESP. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm my own grandpa. His father married his stepdaughter. But look out, here comes a bouncing baby boy. Gross. <laughs> Top none. Meet the Jewish Marine drill sergeant who entered a convent after his or her sex change. Talk about converting. <laughs> Right, I feel I'll like stop. that wouldn't fly anymore. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like everyone's a little sensitive to topics like that. Everyone's a little like sensitive, that. but, but you There's know. some good ones about aliens and stuff, too, though. Yeah. It would uh, be a very popular show if it actually existed. Six Sad World? Yeah. Why didn't they spin that off? Yeah. Hmm. MTV. Heads up. Um, okay. So we did something similar for our Freaks and Geeks in My So-Called Life, where we chose some of our favorite episodes, as well as some noteworthy episodes. So... Basically, we want to do is we want to just we want to talk about why we loved Daria, yeah, and what we and remember. If about you're it. watching it for the first time, maybe these are recommendations for you to get started. Ooh, yeah, it's like a Cliff's Notes to Daria. Yeah. Um, okay, do you want to kick it off? Okay, well, we have the same favorite episode. Yes, one of them. We watched it the other day. We both relate to it. Mm-hmm. It's called Pinch Sitter yes. from season one. And Quinn has to babysit, but she wants to go on a date, so she convinces Daria to cover for her. And it's a very conservative family. <laughs> and it's it gets weird. It gets real weird. Daria only really agrees to babysit for Quinn, so she doesn't have to be present for her parents' like group counseling session with other like with other neighborhood couples um and so she goes to this house she walks up my one of my favorite scenes is when she walks up and these people have all these like lawn decor like yard decor like the the classic woman with like her bloomers like bending over. over yeah um but so right away Things are strange when they get there. She's also convinced Jane to come help her, but Jane can't come for like a an few hour, hours, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so right away, the mom <laughs> gives Daria the schedule for the evening, like in 15 minute increments. Um, I totally used to babysit for a family like this. Did you babysit much growing up? Um, I did babysit here and there, uh-huh. but I just I'm familiar with families like this. Yeah, yeah, with the restrictions. Like she, Daria turns on the TV and it's only weather channels. Yes, because they've because got the they, parental control. Yeah, they have a block on. Um, the kids think sugar is bad. Mm-hmm. They eat pretty healthy raisins. They eat raisins. Raisins. Raisins are nature's candy. Then why do they have to cover them with chocolate to sell them at the movies? Sugar is bad. Sugar rots your teeth. Sugar makes you hyper. Hitler ate sugar. They love to floss. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's also one of the scheduled activities is flossing time after story time. And they're so excited. They're like, can we go faster? We want to get to flossing. Yeah, they're very intelligent kids. They're just sheltered. They're very sheltered. Yes. Um, and so throughout the, <laughs> the clock, the whole time is just like ticking menacingly in the background because Daria is like, I don't. These kids are like little robots, basically, and they don't really like her. And doesn't the little boy ask her if she, he can exfoliate her skin? Yes. And she's like, does Quinn <laughs> let you do that? And he goes, Quinn doesn't need it. <laughs> um, and then they sing a song to this warped record that's mm-hmm. pretty creepy. It's about self-esteem. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And Daria's a genius uh, with Jane's recommendation. They're playing games like Cemetery, and you just have to lie on the ground and you can't move. Yes. Um, it's just such a fun episode. Yeah, then they also they move from playing um, Cemetery to Lichen. <laughs> so then they're, like, attached to a tree. Um, but at the end, Jane comes, and... They start reading sort of like bedtime stories, like Cinderella and some of the classics. And Daria changes all of the stories to be much more modern, much more progressive. And the kids, their minds get expanded a yeah. little bit. And I don't know, it's just the the vision of the kids jumping up and down um, to the warped record where it, like, it skips and they like... <laughs> sing accordingly uh-huh. is just seared in my brain for I know. all of eternity. A lot of the episodes I'm going to talk about are from season one. Uh-huh. And I don't think that was like a choice I made. It was more of, <laughs> I think we had season one taped. Oh, oh yeah. So I watched them a lot. And this was an episode I've seen a hundred times. I love that you guys just like had them on tape. And so you would just like pop them in at home. Yeah, blank tapes. Just... Living, living that nine, that, that tape life. life. I love it. Um, okay, what is your next favorite episode? Okay. Um, Road Warrior, also season one. Um, Daria travels with Jane and Jane's brother Trent oh, hey, and Trent. Trent's friend Jesse. Jesse's the one with no shirt and the vest, right? Yeah. I always thought he was very attractive. He's super cute. <laughs> He's like real quiet and kind of dumb though, yeah. right? Yeah. And they're planning to go to. Alternapalooza, mm-hmm. and like there's a side story like Quinn and the Fashion Club are also planning to go for like fashion reporting, uh-huh. and then the other main characters like Brittany, Kevin, Jody, and Mac are gonna go, but you know things happen. Uh, Quinn and the Fashion Club and the other people get distracted by an outlet mall. Not surprising, mm-hmm. and like Daria and Jane and everyone get caught up in traffic. And this is an episode that's really important to showcase uh, Daria's crush on Trent. Oh my gosh. Because she's, a lot of it is her like internalizing and her thoughts. Uh huh. um, And just like how nervous she gets around him. And she has to pee while they're in traffic (laughs) and is very embarrassed that she has to go get out of the van and go pee in a bush somewhere, uh-huh. and she gets back in, and they don't care at all. Thank goodness she's always wearing that skirt. It makes it way easier. Actually, she was not wearing a skirt for this episode. What? She was trying to be cool for the oh. festival, and she wears just a black T-shirt and baggy jeans. <laughs> yes, I do remember that now. Um, so, yeah, even more embarrassing. you got to, like, Yeah, but they don't care that out. she had to pee, no. and she's surprised by it because she just wants to be cool. For Trent, and then they end up getting a flat tire, and Jane and Jesse go to try to get help, and Trent and Daria are alone and kind of have a cute moment. Like, he's playing acoustic guitar, she's sitting next to him on the side of the road, and they don't end up going to this festival, but it's super sweet. Why is it one of your favorites? Like, why did it make such an impression on you? I think because you, I don't know, as a kid, especially, I never thought, like, Daria had a crush on anyone. Uh-huh. So I was kind of shocked. Yeah. I think that's why. <laughs> it just stuck with me. You were like, oh, hey. Yeah, I was like, what is this? And this is the first episode we're introduced to Mystic Spiral. I was just going to so say. so important. Can we talk about Mystic Spiral? Like, 
first of all, why don't you explain what and who Mystic Spiral okay, is? Okay, Mystic Spiral is Trent and Jesse's band. Mm-hmm. Um, they there's a, like the history of Mystic Spiral <laughs> is Trent and Jesse met when they were kids, uh-huh. and they played music together. Then they met. Um, Max, their drummer in high school, and then they found Nicholas hitchhiking on the side of the road in 1996, <laughs> and the rest was history. Okay, but it's just they're just a shitty band. I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, do you have a clip or anything? Should well, we they hear? have many hits. I was gonna say, should we hear some hot? But tracks? this is one of my favorite ones. Okay, play it. <laughs> Biggest hit was for the one of the Daria movies. Oh, mm-hmm. um, is it Fall yet? And it's called Freaking Friends. <laughs> and they had a music video for it. I think we had this on tape too because I remember it very well. And they played it on TRL. What? Like yeah. Carson Daly? I mean, it didn't make like the top twenty countdown, uh-huh. but they played it on TRL. So it was like an actual track. Yeah. Do you think you could have bought it as a single on like the theme song? No, mm. I don't think that feels so. like a missed opportunity. Maybe you could have like burned it from like Kazaa or something like that. Yeah. Oh, and something super fun and interesting I learned about Mystic Spiral that I don't think you know. Oh, is this um, a secret fun fact? Yeah. <laughs> Love a good fangirl fact. Is that there was almost a spinoff for Mystic Spiral? What? Why didn't it happen? Because okay, so it happened. And the script was written. If you have the DVDs, there's a DVD ROM, and you can actually read the script. It's a DVD ROM, but okay. who uses DVD ROMs anymore? What I'm is sure you a can DVD Google ROM. It. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, they wrote a script for it. Um, but unfortunately, it was around the same time MTV closed their animation department, oh. so it was just never going to happen. So this is probably like 2000. It's like 2001, yeah. 2002, right at the end of Daria. I mean. All these missed opportunities. We could have had a Mystic Spiral spinoff. We could have had a Six Out World spinoff. Like, MTV, you're just, like, robbing us of all these great opportunities. It could still happen. Why not? Maybe we pitch it. Would anyone be mad? Hello, MTV, we're pitching you right now. That's what we're doing. Um, Okay, so my next favorite episode, I think... I tried to bounce around from the seasons a little bit. I do, I think good because I did not. <laughs> Season one is definitely very much seared into into my memory. Like we've been watching a lot of season one and I remember all of those episodes and some of the characters that crop up. But this episode is one of my favorites and it's called Through a Lens Darkly. It's season three, episode one, and it's when Daria gets contacts. Um, so basically the log line is Daria gets contact lenses for an upcoming driver's test, but finds the context too painful to wear, but doesn't want to go back to wearing glasses. So Daria has sort of like a crisis 
of conscience. I and, like this episode a lot. And identity because of this. It's a very, very interesting episode in a lot of ways. Like a lot of things happen. So essentially she's driving with her mom. She's learning how to drive. And her peripheral vision is terrible. Like She, she almost, almost hits a dog. She almost hits a dog. She actually tells her mom to tell Quinn that she hit a dog just to like fuck with her. Um, and her mom is like, you know, let's revisit this contact conversation. And, and Daria is convinced her mom only wants her to get contact. So she'll like be, you know, prettier and like play sports. Exactly. All of those kinds of things. Um, and But she really starts to think about it. And she actually asks Quinn for advice, which never happens. No, which we have a clip of. Let's play that. Suppose you were well known for not caring what other people think of you. And then suddenly you did something that showed maybe you do care a little about what other people think of you. Would that invalidate everything you'd done and said up to then and make you a hypocrite? Daria, you're giving me a headache. So yeah, <laughs> this is a mess. Like she asks Quinn, but Quinn isn't really like list like she doesn't get the answer, really, that she wants, basically. But I love in this episode that she ends up calling her Aunt Amy. And what we learn is that basically, like, Amy is to Daria as, like, Helen is to Quinn. Yeah, Amy is super cool. She's so cool. And, like, she's got great wavy hair, but she wears glasses. And so Daria wants to know, like, essentially her question is, if I get glasses or if I get contacts, like, am I vain? And do I care too much about like what other people think? And Amy gives her actually pretty sage advice. And she's like, well, there are there mirrors in your house. And Daria says, yes. And she's like, it's no different. Like you primping in the mirror versus you, you know, getting contacts. Like, yeah, just go for it. Try it. So she does. She goes to school and everyone, like the teachers, the principals, like all of her friends are it's like... It's not that they just love it. They like go over the top about it. Yes, yeah, like way over the top. Jane is very, very confused by her having contacts. Like she just doesn't understand. Um, but the thing that is then the most confusing to her is that her contacts like make her eyes very irritated and she ends up having to take them out. And then the next day... Instead of just going back to wearing her glasses, she wears nothing. So she's like ostensibly blind and Jane has to like lead her around school. But she she's like, what does this mean? Like, am I just like everybody else? Like, you know, she kind of feels like her glasses define her, this whole thing. She really has a crisis like of her identity. And in the end, she ultimately ends up going back to her glasses. And the reason why is she's saying that she's like, I see things that other people don't see, not because of her glasses, just kind of who she is. And she just decides that she doesn't care what other people think, even though she got all this sort of positive affirmation. And it was the reason it stuck with me is because it's one of those moments where Daria is like a regular teenage girl mm -hmm. and you never see that. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that's how I feel about the Trent one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like her having a crush. Yeah. All of those things where you're like, oh, she's not just this hyper-intelligent, like, sort of cynical. And I think my next favorite is kind of along those same lines. Oh, yeah? It's The Misery Chick. I love the title of this one. Mm -hmm. From season one as well. Okay. <laughs> I really like season one. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay, so a famed Lawndale quarterback, he's the worst person, mm -hmm. Tommy Sherman, dies in a freak accident while visiting Lawndale High. Oh, yeah. So he, basically, he goes to the school because he's going to get 
uh, a pull a goalpost named after him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because that's what he was known for. He would wave to the crowd while running with the football and run into the goalposts. <laughs> that's embarrassing. But he is the worst. Uh-huh. He's such a jerk. He hits on all the girls, mm. treats everyone like shit. And Jane and Daria have like a confrontation with him right before he dies. He goes out to stare at his new goalpost uh-huh. and the goalpost falls on him and kills him. <laughs> And it's so, like that guy who just shot an elephant, and the elephant fell on him, yeah. and he died. Same thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same exact thing. So everyone at the school is, like, shaken up uh-huh. by it. Mourning him. Yeah. yeah, even though they all had the worst encounters with him. Right. And everyone, one by one, is turning to Daria to talk. Again, she's just providing that sage advice for people. Yeah. They're always, like... Um, like, it really makes you think. And they just want to talk to Daria like she's going to have some, like, wise advice to give them. Uh-huh. Well, because she's the only person that thinks a lot. Yeah, and what I, what always stood out for me in this episode was her and Jane and the different reactions that they have after this event happens. Mm-hmm. Like, Jane isolates herself for a bit, and she's always using the excuse, like, she's going running. Yeah. And Daria just wants to talk about it. Interesting. And they kind of come together, and they talk, and it's basically like he was the worst person, and he shouldn't have died. And, you know, Daria has to defend herself. Interesting. And I do have a clip of it. Okay. Okay. But you know what I've been hearing? You know how I feel, Daria. You're gloomy. I knew I could talk to you, Daria. You're always miserable. Tragedy hits the school, and everyone thinks of me. The popular guy died, and now I'm popular because I'm the misery chick. But I'm not miserable. I'm just not like them. It's just a good episode. And it's funny, too. And you do kind of want Tommy Sherman to die. <laughs> I'm not going to lie <laughs> This animated it. character. Yeah. Like, oh, you're and a dick. Mac, you learn why his name is Michael Jordan. Okay. And his name was originally Michael James, but when he was 12, his dad went to a Bulls game and changed it. Just like just his a dad, fun fact. Like, Mac wasn't even there. His dad just went to a Bulls game. Yeah. You're going to be Michael Jordan now. That makes sense. Um, so, basically, you like it just because it shows a different side of Daria? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be happy all the time. And, I don't know. You can feel feelings. <laughs> you can feel feelings. It's, it's very true. Um, okay, so my next favorite episode is called Lucky Strike. Do you remember this one? So it's season five, episode six. Yes. So the teachers at Lawndale go on strike following the latest impasse um, over like a 10% raise. And basically, Miss Lee like hires a bunch of scabs and like as substitutes to teach including Daria, uh, who becomes Quinn's teacher after the original substitute is like a pervert, a pervert basically. Yeah. Um, and then Jane and Trent somehow get sort of roped into helping the teacher's cause. But before we even get into this, so I was rewatching this episode and it was quite jarring because Quinn is wearing a different shirt. <laughs> And I am not a fan of the long sleeve shirt with butterfly. It was so funny. I texted you immediately. I was like, Quinn's wearing a different shirt. And you go, long sleeve with butterflies. And I was like, yes. Like, I went back and I looked. She actually makes this change full time in season four. Yeah. Well, I think all of the fashion club 
change their looks. Yeah. Because Sandy always wore overalls, and in this later episode, she's wearing, like, pink pants and a tank top. Yes. Uh, Yeah, because she wore, like, the short overalls, too. Yeah. Like, real hard look to pull off. But it's quite jarring, and I'd totally forgotten about it, and it... (laughs) I don't hate it. It just took me a little bit longer to get used to than I wanted My to. My feeling is with a fashion club, you either keep their outfit the same like everyone else or you change it every Every episode. single week. I know. Which would probably have been a huge burden on the yeah, animation Yeah, it would have been a pain, but it <laughs> would have been amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, so basically what happens in this episode, teachers strike. Uh, they get a new English instructor. He literally is like a sex offender and he's like stroking one of the girl's hair like it's super creepy and so Miss Lee asked Daria to teach their class because she's obviously very smart um Daria agrees and they're studying Romeo and Juliet of course and the fashion club is you know basically like you have to put in you know to Quinn they're like you need to make sure that Daria passes us, like, you know, she's going to give us a quiz, like, you need to make sure it's easy, all this stuff. And Quinn's like, no, she kind of kind of sticks up for Daria, yeah. kind of doesn't. Sandy's threatening Quinn. She's threatening her. She's basically threatening that she'll tell everyone that Daria is Quinn's sister. And so, you know, a bunch of different things happen. Um, and Daria's, you know, she's actually great. She's very fair. Um, and she, like, listens to everyone. And they have... The quiz for Romeo and Juliet ends up being one question, and it's basically just like, "What is Romeo and Juliet yeah, it's an about?" Essay question. It's an essay question. And Quinn, who has been paying attention, she's been taking notes. Like she gets like right to work, and it comes back. You know, they get their quizzes back. Quinn gets a B plus. Like the rest, the rest of the fashion club gets a D plus, and only because they've connected the dots that the Leonardo DiCaprio movie <laughs> and the play are based on the same thing. And Daria's like, "I gave you extra credit for knowing that they were the same." Um, but what we learn in this episode is a couple of things, and it's mostly about Quinn. Yeah, this is a Quinn episode. It's a very Quinn episode. Quinn is smart. Like she. There's a scene where she's with her dad and she's basically explaining everything about Romeo and Juliet. And she was like, wait, I know this stuff. I love that moment because Jake has her sit down to help her. Yes. Like, I know this play. I'll help you. And she's the one that knows all the facts and he's getting everything wrong. Everything wrong. And he's also putting together like his train set yeah. like a child. Um, two, she stands up to the fashion club. And then three, at the end, in the middle of class, she tells the entire class that she and Daria are sisters, and which is really kind of the first time she's ever acknowledged this. I love that because uh, the other two members of the fashion club, Tiffany and, I'm blanking. Joe, no. Nope. Sandy. We know this. Hmm. Hmm. Pulling out my book real quick pull for it out, reference. Pull it out. Because Sandy's the deep, this one, right? Yep. They're like, meh. I don't think she sounds like that. <laughs> she does. But Stacy. Tiffany and Stacy. Tiffany and Stacy. Yes. Um, they are like, yeah, we know. We're just being polite. <laughs> but so what actually I like about this episode at the end is that Daria and Quinn at home have this sort of shared moment of respect. And Quinn's like, you didn't just give me a good grade because I'm your sister. And Daria's like, no, that would mean that I was like being nice to you. And you know that it would be hard for me to be nice to you. Like 
what Daria is saying, she's like, no, you did a good job. You were smart on your own. And Quinn, you know, sort of respecting her ability and respecting her intelligence and stuff. And I don't know, it's one of those those episodes that is, I think you could, it's easily forgettable, but it's also a huge moment where Quinn's like, no, you're my sister. And she tells the whole you know, yeah, the I'm whole surprised class, the whole that school. didn't happen sooner. I know it's season. That's five. the last season. It's very late, <laughs> late in the game. Um, Does this episode make you wish you had a sister? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Again, that only child in me is always like, nah, no, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. It feels like more annoying than anything else. Like, I got to share a bathroom with someone. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only reason. Yeah. What else? Do you have any other episodes that you like? <sighs> well. Yeah, many. Well, yeah. But I think we have to touch on this era of episodes. Um, it was a rough, weird time in like season three, four, uh-huh. where this character of Tom enters. Oh, yeah. And it kind of creates a love triangle with Jane. Yeah. So t- uh, Jane dates this guy, Tom. Mm-hmm. And through. During this time, Daria's jealous. Mostly, you know, Jane doesn't want to hang out with her as much, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And in this episode called Die, Die, My Darling. Okay. It's D-Y-E, yes. not D-I-E. Uh-huh. A <laughs> little more upbeat yeah. than what you might well, have thought. Well, in the beginning, Daria helps Jane dye her hair and it goes wrong. Uh-huh. But Daria's being weird and blah, blah, blah. Ends up, um, like... They are fighting because Daria and Tom kiss, and Daria later becomes Tom's girlfriend. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this kind of breaks up the friendship for a while. I believe, actually, in the strike episode, Tom is there as well. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just around, so it's, like, in that whole kind of same era. Yeah. Like, Daria confesses to Jane that it happened because she's so guilty, and it just kind of breaks up the friendship for a long time, and... Uh, the TV movie is it fall yet in the freaking friends song, you know, like that's <laughs> bringing it all when the circle. friendship is mending. But it's a very weird time, but you need to watch it because it, I don't know, it shows that, you know, we're not always perfect. We're not always perfect. And again, it's like there's still teenagers. Like sometimes you choose boys over, you know, sometimes it's bros before hoes. Yeah. And before Daria and Tom start dating, it's when. Daria is jealous of Jane being away. Uh Uh, Her and Jane are supposed to work on a project together in an episode, Jane's Addition. Okay. Not Addiction. Great title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super smart. And she kind of realizes that, like, she has a crush on Trent, but it would never actually be a thing. Uh So she's, like, growing up, too. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, but that's a bummer for me. I kind of always wanted them to date. Maybe it was obvious. Trent and Daria. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also a little bit of like a kind of a a high school trope, right? Where it's like, oh, let me like date my best friend's brother. Like it just felt a little too easy to your point of it being like obvious. And Trent, Trent's like cute and whatever, but he is kind of like lazy. Yeah. And we know Jesse's the cutest one. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a shirt on. So (laughs) by definition, he's just wearing a vest with no shirt, which was like... Yeah, I just, this this set of episodes, it's like a turning point for Daria. She's growing up. I feel like they're important. Mm-hmm. Watch them, maybe. Watch them. So Jane's edition and Die, Die, My Darling. Yeah. 
It is. It's a real it's a real crossroads for Daria. Yeah. It's more like the end of season three into season four. Mm-hmm. Because I think Die Die My Darling's the end of season four. So season five, they are still in high school. Yes. Yeah. They do graduate, which actually Daria's graduation speech <laughs> is amazing. Um, we should watch that as well. Yeah. But and then to one of the TV movies they go to college. Is it college? Is or? it college? Yeah. 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 Um, so really, how old do we think that they are when the show starts? Because they kind of stay in high school. It's like sophomores? Longer like, than. And they're not twins. Probably Daria's 15 older. because in the context episode, Daria has to go drive with Helen. Yeah. So she's probably 15. So Although they seem much older. So she's probably a sophomore. Quinn's probably a freshman mm-hmm. at that point. Because, yeah, she, Daria is older. Um, well, I think those are all of my favorite episodes. Do you have any, like, characters that just stick out? Maybe not episodes? Ooh. Oh, um, okay, so there is an episode. We It's season one, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's, like, episode two. It's right it? away. There is a woman. Okay, so the episode, they're selling candy bars to get money for a cafe. Like, the computers were stolen. Oh, is that, yeah, the, the is internet that the cafe. The, the internet computers cafe. are stolen, and then they are going to convert it into, like, a high school coffee shop type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're selling candy bars door-to-door to raise money. Uh, Jane and Daria go to this one woman's house, and she's, like, obese and breathing really heavily. She's super sweaty. And yeah, I mean, I related sweating. to her because of that. And she wants to, she's like, my doctor says I, couldn't, I can't have this, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then she wants to buy the whole box. Yeah. And they refuse to give it to her, and rightfully so, she yeah. could die. And Daria and Jane get yelled at for not selling the candy. But that character has stuck with me forever. The hypoglycemic It, it like kind of freaked me out. Well, because she passes out. At a yeah. certain point, like walking to the door was too much for her. And she's in like a like a house coat. Yeah, like, and then situation. you know, watching it being younger, I was like, chocolate can kill me. What? <laughs> I've been fed a bunch of lies. <laughs> like this is terrible. My young sugar addiction. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. I know, but I mean, it didn't stop you. We know where <laughs> we know where both of us are in terms of our sugar addictions. This poor woman did not did not scare us too badly. Yeah. What about you? Same thing. It was funny when we were watching that episode together because I was like, oh, this is the one with the woman where she passes out because she's yeah. like so overweight. I don't know. She always stuck with me as well. Um, but I do. It was fun for you to um, bring up Jesse because I remember being like, oh, hey, animated. Your animated, <laughs> animated crush? Shirtless Is he boy. your number one animated crush? He might be. And it was weird because I'm like not really into guys with long hair. And he always like had that great shoulder skimming. He has a great bob. wave. Yeah, he's a great wave. It's like a 2017 wave. Yeah. Yeah. It's very natural looking. Um, great center part. No shirt. Black vest. It was the look. Very quiet. Very quiet. Mysterious. I would just like talk him to death probably. He would get so annoyed <laughs> with me. But I remember thinking that he was very attractive. Yep. That's it. Um, okay. Do we have anything else? Any other favorites? Anything? Uh, we probably do. Maybe we should save it for episode three. Episode three. So we talked about music. We talked about Mystic Spiral. We talked about all of our favorites. I think maybe next episode we'll talk a little bit about like you know, cultural impact, why Daria still matters. Where they are now. Where they are. Oh, my gosh. That was a freaking blessing, too. I know. Susie Lewis just, like, spewed out where she thought all of these characters would be 20 years later. You know who's not in- mentioned, though? The Fashion Club. 
Yeah. We'll so talk about it. We've next got week. some thoughts, guys. So, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Fangirl Fridays Podcast. Natalie's been posting some photos of this artifact, our antiquity. That's just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, there's Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter, FGF Podcast. You can email us if you feel like it. Yeah. We love, we love a good email. We'll drop you a line. Hello, fangirls at gmail.com. Yep. And as always, you can rate us, review us, you know, tell us what you think of Daria. Um, but until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.